1959, the American composer John Cage published a piece in a journal founded by two fellow composers from Italy. He called it Lecture on Nothing. It begins like this. I am here, and there is nothing to say. If among you are those who wish to get somewhere, let them leave at any moment. What we require is silence, but what silence requires is that I go on talking. I've been mulling these words because during this lockdown there is both a lot of silence and a lot of noise. The streets are quiet, but the fear is loud. And the silence of our streets and roads almost requires us to speak into them, to talk in a way that disperses that fear. Christians, Holy Week is a great drama of silence and speech. We remember Jesus' silence before Pilate. We remember the silence of God that Jesus endured on the cross. We think often of Jesus speaking to his mother from the same cross and of the Blessed Virgin's speechlessness when faced with the horror of his death. We think too of Mary Magdalene and the uncomprehended silence of the empty tomb, of the gentleness of the risen Jesus saying her name in the Garden of Gethsemane, and of Mary Magdalene's speech, the first Easter proclamation. Each year, Christians retell this story in their liturgy. It is, I think, a kind of talking that's designed to make within us the capacity for silence. For silence, is what we require. But what silence requires is that we go on talking, especially in a way that disperses fear. Why might we need silence when everything around us is so quiet, when our isolation is so pronounced? I suggest that silence is really more an attitude than something we accomplish, that it's a way of being receptive, that it's a way in which we can hear what God has to say. But don't think that what God has to say in his eternal word contains really anything like our speech. Speech requires time, and there is no time in God. Think of it, perhaps, as every word that was ever spoken existing simultaneously and eternally in the mind of God. You can imagine this, if you will, as words typed on top of each other. First, every entry in the OED, all 600,000 of them, one typed on top of another. You might find it difficult to distinguish them, say, after seven or eight words, let alone seven or eight thousand, but you know that they're there. Then continue to add all the words in French, both in its present day and historic forms. Follow this with German, Italian, and all the rest of the Indo-European languages. You'll probably need a different sort of typewriter, but don't forget the Sino-Tibetan languages and the Afro-Asiatic ones. And then there are all those extinct languages, Latin, Akkadian, 
and all the scripts of the undeciphered languages, Linear A, Proto-Elamite, Olmec, and so on. Once you've written them all, one on top of the other, what have you got? It's just a mass of silent ink. Each word is there, but it is silent. Now take the paper with this mass of ink, all the words that ever were and that ever will be, and hold it in front of two mirrors so that they reflect each other to create a series that regresses infinitely. You can see why it's both easier and more accurate to describe the divine word as silence rather than speech. We need silence in order to receive this word that contains every word, to hear God's speech which disperses fear. And perhaps it is a way to use this enforced time of quiet well. Each time we retell the story of our Lord's suffering, death and resurrection, each time that we participate in the narrative, effectively and intellectually, we enlarge that interior room in which we can sit in silence. This is the room that Jesus talked about when he said, whenever you pray, go into your room and shut the door. Holy Week begins on Palm Sunday. Enter into it with the intention of enlarging your heart, even though we cannot gather together to worship. We tell Christ's story because we must bear witness to the silent word, the word that compels us, the word that we receive in silence, the word that is silence. For silence is what we require to receive the silent word. But that word requires that we go on talking and disperse the fear. Amen. Amen.